Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Also, a lot of people like to ask us relationship questions. I don't know why. <clears throat> Guess because we're in a relationship. Oh. It helps them. That could be why. But you could ask us anything. Ask me about cotton candy. We I'll might, give you an answer. We might cut that. What? We might cut it. What? If we have a controversial take on cotton candy, we're not going to put that on the internet. That's true. I do have a very controversial take on cotton candy. So maybe you don't see, ask, me about, put that don't out ask there. me about that. No, don't ask me. <laughs> They don't tell you. I'm Nikki Limo. Hello, buddy. It's Iceman. What's up? And if you see me twitching my eye, I have a cat hair in there and it just won't come out. And we're dealing with it. We're dealing with we're it the best we can. This is an audio first format. So, you know, if it bothers you, you maybe just go listen on Google Play or does Google Play still exist? No. Look, listen to it on Spotify. That doesn't exist either. Oh, shit. iTunes, iPod. They closed. I- Pod, podcast they all went out of business please rate us on itunes that would be great if it was still there oh man we're fucked yeah all right i guess you have to look at me twitching my eye anyway we have gathered some questions from a you and uh we like to answer them on the show uh we you can ask us anything these are ask us anything type yeah. question oh, yeah, episodes we didn't intro it. sorry we didn't intro it we like what? to call this um we have a we well we have a first of all huge writing team here and we like yeah we like to call this Ask Us 
anything. Ask us anything. Isn't that like... Yeah. You've never heard that. We thought that was cool. It was so original. We thought that was cool. Super, super original. So congrats, Brad. Hey, dude. Huge hot tip to Brad. Yeah, Brad, yeah, came yeah. Up with the, Brad in the writer's room came up with Yeah, that. the writer's room is strong. Super strong here. So like, we have a really catchy title for the segment of our show called Ask Us Anything. Ask Us Anything. And you can ask us literally, literally anything, but yeah. we like if you ask us something weird, we'll probably cut we'll it out. Just cut, we'll, we'll just, just kind of cut it out. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. Skip Mark it. will cut it out. Um, yeah. Shout out to yeah. Mark. He's great. Uh, yeah, also, we'll disclaimer, we're not experts at any of these topics. We're not professionals. Uh, so none of this is actually legal advice or monetary financial advice or really like real nice. advice yeah nice so fuck you yeah we're to bring it home there you not cool. them you oh me yeah hey fuck you back buddy oh thank you yeah. um also if you have a question you could email us podcast at nikki.limo that's podcast at n-i-k-k-i dot l-i-m-o like a limousine i always have to say that because people still go uh, Lino, Lino. You're talking about people in real life, yeah. like at the DMV and stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, well, at the po- uh, people who watch us generally, mostly know. at the poker room is what I'm trying to get my name on the wait list. Oh, true. And then like like a limousine, it's there like a go. limousine. Okay, so I don't look at the questions beforehand. I say green like the color, and then I say can you With also an e add the an e in the end? Yeah, that's what I say too when I have to give my other last name. Yeah, it's a hell two. of a life you have. I have a really complicated life that I put on myself. Yeah, and I, the I cat hair because you fucking kiss cats on the face. They kissed me on the face. So you get cat hairs in your I eyes. I didn't consent. I was like, I have makeup on. Don't kiss me. And they. Do you like walking anyway. in? I like walking into the bedroom and Nikki's like doing her makeup and stuff. <laughs> and all the way across from us is a water faucet that's on. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And she's like, Franklin's drinking out of the faucet. <laughs> He's done now. Can you turn that off? Um, sh- dude, this my life is crazy. My life is crazy. I made your life crazy. You're welcome. Exactly. Okay. Our first question is not a relationship question. That's the title of this question. Okay, interesting. Okay, so I don't know what it's about, guys, because it's not a relationship question. Uh, Also, a lot of people like to ask us relationship questions. I don't know why. Guess because we're in a relationship. Oh. It helps them. That could be why. But you could ask us anything. Ask me about cotton candy. I'll give you an answer. We might cut that. What? We might cut it. What? If we have a controversial take on cotton candy, we're not going to put that on the internet. That's true. I do have a very controversial take on cotton candy, so maybe you don't see, ask I me about it. Don't ask there. me about that. No, don't ask me. All right, not a relationship question. Here we go. Comp- number one, compliments. I have to say that I found you two in, in an extremely dark place, and watching new wonderful things happen in your life has really given me hope for the future. Uh-huh. I aspire you. to relate with another in a similar way, and thank you for thank you too for the hard work you put into allowing the world to watch you as you grow. That's that's so sweet. I hardly ever think about that because it, it's true. Like I, it's just like putting out our real lives as they unfold in real time. Yep. And like you never know how it's you never know people. like you who's watching that you always kind of forget that people are watching it actually. yeah i do yeah I it's do like too. it's like i write in my journal every day but i know people aren't reading it yeah but like what if a whole world was reading it also it's interesting you know right? that's so weird anyway tasty tuesday is the best cooking show i've ever seen but don't ever let anyone say otherwise both of your senses of humor are refreshing and i wish there were more like you you are so freaking sweet thank you so thank much thank you very much backstory I'm a 36-year-old, never married or had children, with 100 years of emotional education. I say that because I spent 10 years addicted to hard drugs after the childhood of all types of abuse, abuse, and been in therapy my whole life. 11 attempts at rehab later, and I slew that beast four years ago. Yay me. Congratulations. That's really, really tough, and I'm so proud of you. Understated to say congrats. Yeah, honestly. honestly. Although it's not pleasant to admit a lot of my story involves physical and mental abusive exes and family members, including extreme rape circumstances, 
wish there was a more polite way to say that. I've concluded some people have more intense lives than others, and that's just where I'm at because it is how it has shaped how I view the world. Okay. Wow. wow, I'm so sorry that you had to go through all that. That's wild, and I can't even pretend to relate to that type of trauma. Same. Um, getting to the point, number three, getting to the point. When I got sober four years ago and began to obsessively introspect my life, I knew I had to let go of all unhealthy connections. One by one, I removed anyone who didn't add something beneficial to my world. Now I look around and there's no one left. Literally, I've acquired a deep sense of self-love that led to finally having my own thoughts and opinions while creating healthy boundaries and no longer people-pleasing. Congrats. And this is the ideal outcome. I should be happy, right? But all the self-worth in the world can't bring you a social life. I find myself bitter and resentful that I put so much work into getting sober and healthy that it it created a bar others can't reach. Everyone I meet, I nitpick how self-aware they are, and if every sentence they say is positive, did I swing too far towards the help? Did I swing too far towards the self-righteous side of self-help? Of course, I want people that are good for me, but when is it too much? I can't seem to meet like-minded people, and although it's hard to admit, I do judge if someone has opinions that look like possible red flags, even orange or pink ones. I am an energy healer and psychic, which makes work working remotely easy and not helpful to find any acquaintances. COVID obviously only worsened this problem, and now it's been years since I've called someone a friend. Does it need to be said that I've forced into celibacy with my consent? Without connections to humanity, I find myself living on a small island I call Lameville. I do want to participate in this earth experience. So how to how to make friends when scorned from so much trauma? P.S. I do see a therapist and go to groups for mental health. I'm tired of it being me all the time. I know I'm a tiny goddess trapped in a human body, but how do I find others that feel the same? Where are all the shaven hippies who don't smell like patchouli? Am I asking for too much? Bitter Betty. Well, Betty, first of all, Betty. <clears throat> you had to go through that be- because you needed to isolate so that you could yes. find inner strength. So you did fucking awesome. It's like and- the pendulum swung from one extreme to the other. Absolutely. But you had to stop your old patterns, right? Your yes. old cycle of like, I'll do what my friends want. And I, even if I'm taking pieces of myself and giving it away. Yeah. So now you have all the pieces and you're you're a whole puzzle, right? But now you're it's time to be okay to break off some of those pieces yeah. again. You got to be a little more, more vulnerable than you're being. You said you uh, do tarot, like you're psychic and a healer. So in the tarot deck, the death card is like, it's just the death of your old life. It, and I always freaking get the death card. And it's always usually during a time where... Renewal. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm starting a new chapter and sometimes the old needs to die for the new ones Absolutely. to grow. Just like flowers, you know, the old flowers die, but then new ones grow and they're bigger and better and prettier yep. and... You know, the phoenix, the whole like burning to ashes and rising from them. That's why Leonardo DiCaprio likes young women because, you know, it's the same exact thing. The old ones die off. It's like Jesus. And so you can't really blame him because it's the same exact metaphor. (laughs) And so, but yeah, but with you, it's so, you know, it's so good that you got to this place, right? Because now you have a baseline. It's important to have a home plate. Yeah. You have a home plate now, but you can trust yourself to get up to bat again. Like you really can because you've set your own personal boundaries. You know what you want. Yeah. Maybe you're nitpicking. Right, that's probably true, mm-hmm. but but you gotta be vulnerable too. Yes. So well, because y- your nitpicking is coming from not wanting to slip back into your old yeah, ways. You went through trauma. You, you went through trauma. And you did a lot of work on yourself to get out. It's like okay, so I had an eating disorder when I was in high school. Um, I'm open to admit that now. It's been healed for a very long time, but um, it took about two years to like really like get through it and get get over it and like rehab and you know not relapse again and i for the next like 10 years 
I was so scared of relapsing. So I was very obsessed with, you know, being healthy and having a good relationship with food. But sometimes I was like being so conscious of being healthy that that was almost like a new eating disorder. Of course. Like where it's like. You're just obsessive. Yeah. Because I don't want to slip back into counting calories or not eating or, you know, binging and purging or whatever the, the heck. So I was like, I need to have a solid relationship with food. I need to get exactly this many calories that are healthy and I needed like a balanced diet and I need to like finish my meals and like all, all of that stuff. And, and it was almost unhealthy how extreme it was. But did I need it to be that way? Did I need a strict set of rules in order to break the old? Yeah, I did. Once the old was broken and I could trust myself that I wouldn't go back, that's when I needed to let go of like these other crazy rules that yeah, help me out it's important to remember that you're not a house of cards anymore so the idea that like you could get a bad friend or whatever and that would ruin you is less of a concern i mean you've been you've been doing this for four years right i mean yeah, yeah yes be wary of of people um who maybe could influence you in a negative way always but but don't don't do this shit to yourself where you're reflexively discarding human beings that yeah. you don't know yet i have a friend like that I, yeah, and we, and we we've been do. talking to this person about opening up a little bit more yes. and like accepting new people or like, you know, kind of just realizing that everybody has flaws, even if they're like, obviously, you don't want to go back to associating with people who might pull you back into drug addiction. Mm -hmm. But everyone's got some kind of flaws. Yep. Maybe they maybe they need help with more self-awareness or whatever it is. You're always going to find flags if you're looking for them. And uh, I just think that being able to be vulnerable, not just you, and I think this is why maybe you're having this problem because usually we find the problems that are still within us. Yes. So I think you you might be having a, a little bit of trouble being vulnerable because you don't want to slip into negativity again. But there's kind of a difference, right? Because it's, if you, it's not human to be 100% positive all the time. That is also very unhealthy, and it's you know it's you're, like a culty you're suppressing vibe. a lot of um, emotions that are so you have these toxic emotions they need to come out like so you have anger it's natural to have anger or sadness or fear or blah 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 and that's I think you're probably familiar with shadow work you know that's a lot of sh a lot of shadow work is like letting these things live. And come out and, and living simultaneously with them. So, um, so the shadow self that we all have is stuff that we suppress because we don't. We're ashamed of it. Like we don't want other people to see that. We don't like that part of ourselves. It's bad. We we labeled it bad because it's not accepted by society. You know, like mm, what's one? What's a good one? Like, um, you know, I cry a lot, or like oh, yeah. you know, and that's how I release emotions. And people and, are like, "That's bad. Don't cry." Yeah, and don't have a meltdown dude, like, in public. Cry. So yeah. I'm like, I'll never have a meltdown ever. And then it's just in there, living and like becoming, like festering. Yeah. And then it's gonna come out sometime, and probably in a very volatile and unhealthy way. Instead of just like, all right, I'm gonna give myself 30 minutes because she needs to scream. Yep. Like that's. That's just it. I, I call her she. I just go like, hey, she's having a day. She needs to scream. Let her let her scream. And then it'll be fine because I used to get yelled at for releasing emotions that way. And, right, and, here you don't. and here I can just, yeah, be free to be yourself. And, and that is also a part of me. Like that's my shadow self. That's also a part of who you are as a person. So you might have other qualities that you don't like about yourself 
that just kind of need a little bit of love. They need to be embraced and then like let out. And you're probably seeing that in other people and don't want them to bring that energy out of you. 100%. Yeah. But um, I think that if they're a good person, they have good intentions, they're not like shady. They're not going to like steal from you or try to coax you into doing something bad. Um, they're just like, you know, have an annoying tendencies or like have like a, a pink flag, an orange flag, like as you call them. You can also fuck up. Like you yeah. can also just like, got, you got, you misread somebody. It's not, yeah. it's not always, you know, even if, you know, you have a good intuition you're not always on it, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're a human being and it, things can affect your intuition a lot. So, you know, don't think that you got everybody figured out. I, I would say that's the first thing. Yeah. And then also like after you get comfortable, I think that you're not really able to have a close relationship with someone unless you do kind of share some vulnerabilities and those can be kind of a downer moment. So just put a, like a little protective barrier, you know, I put like they say, put a white light around you. Mm -hmm. Like if someone is coming with me, to me with a problem, like they're really depressed and they're going through something, I don't want to be, I, I tend to take on that yeah, depression yeah, yeah. if I don't kind of like consciously protect myself from it. Yeah. So if I'm going in that conversation, I want to be there for them. I want to be open. I want to be a listener, yep. but I don't want to get affected by it. So I put this I consciously put like a protective barrier energetically Whoa. around me. And I think that would, that would probably help you. I mean, you're a healer, so I feel like you already know that, but maybe just, maybe you know it in, in logically, but you don't apply it. Um, and try it out, you know, see if maybe you can get past some of those initial pink, pink flags, orange flags. Well, also you've been focusing yourself on yourself for so long. You have to remember that, you know, other people have baggage too, and that it's okay. And and so you everyone's are, at a different stage. Yeah, everyone's in there. at a different stage, and you know, everyone's got to take luggage on a plane. So, like, there's nobody who really doesn't travel with luggage. So everybody's got something. So you know, the more that you step away and go, you know what, I do trust myself. The less you'll worry about other people's luggage. I think. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And then the second problem is just the you know how do you meet people? That's always uh, that's yeah. always. It sounds, like, it sounds like Betty's meeting people, though. It's just that she's being very careful. Oh, it sounded like because of COVID and working from home oh, could that be. she wasn't could be. like. Maybe I misread it. She said she hasn't really had a friend in in a couple of years. Yeah. Um. So. But she's saying that she meets people in it's red flag city. Yeah, that was before COVID. Oh, word. I think I think that's what she said. Yeah, she said like before she was like already having trouble meeting people, and then COVID hit. And, Got it. Um. But yeah, that's. I think, you know, join different groups like where there are similar minded people. You know, if you like yoga, maybe, you know, join a yoga group. It's kind of like. I mean, don't hang out with yoga heads, though. Yoga heads are a little annoying, though. Really annoying. Like, let's judge them right away. I do. <laughs> I do yoga, asshole. You don't like you're not one of those yoga people. Though. Yeah, but it's like those like people that do casual yoga. Up, you're waking up every day like 5 a.m. and do yoga. There's casual yoga people. Yoga at 10 a.m. too. That's healthy. So weird. I, I did that for a while or I tried to, but then I got lazy. That's a red flag to me. Shut the fuck up. Oh, they should do your routine of, of nothing. Excuse me? They should do your routine of nothing. What's my routine? Go downstairs to and sit down at your computer for a while. Oh, is it? Lift a couple weights for like five minutes. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I don't lift weights for five minutes, asshole. How, How do often you, do you lift weights? I lift weights every single day. Uh-huh. And I do it for 45 minutes. And then you combine it with cardio? Uh, I'm getting there. I'll get there. How often do you walk? Um, you know, not not that often, depending on where we go, I okay. guess. But so maybe I want to. How many times maybe I, go I think get a stuff yoga person. You, I asshole. think maybe a yoga person might be a little healthier than you. That's what I'm saying. 
No, I agree. I'm just, I was just, I was just <laughs> memeing. <laughs> I'm not. I know. I'm dead serious. I know. You little, little bitch boy. <laughs> little weightlifting hey, stop bitch boy. Me bitch boy. I like that. Bitch titty. Thank you. It's <laughs> my new favorite. It's weird. Bitch titty. It's a weird one. Titty bitch titty boy. All right, moving on. Anyway, <laughs> hope that helps you. Uh, what was it? Bitter Betty? Oh, yeah. And then I think um, you're kind of spiraling into like being uh, like resenting the, that you put so much work into yourself and not mm. like it's it's almost and don't take this word the wrong way, but it's almost entitlement. I've talked about this before where I have this this to also where I'm like, if I put a certain amount of work into something, I expect subconsciously sometimes a return. Like if I worked really hard on an exercise routine and I was waking up every morning at 8 a.m. and going to work out, I expect a certain result. And when I wasn't getting it, I would get really frustrated and stressed out and then it would cause the opposite result to happen. It's always, it's like when you're looking for somebody, like you're looking for a partner and you're trying so hard that you're actually just giving off this desperate energy that's preventing you to get a, a partner that you want in the first place. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's like a, I don't know what it's called, but it's some sort of law where you're like, you're just wanting it too hard. Okay. You know, and you're expecting that you're doing it being results oriented instead of process oriented. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like just be, be like in love with the process that you're working on yourself without like the expected outcome of, you know, why well, should deserve friendships and all this other stuff because of it. Like it'll happen. It'll happen. You just have to trust it'll happen. It's not on a timeline. It's not like, well, I did this for X amount of months or years and now it, I should have my prize. Fair. Yeah. Because life is just weird. It's just unfair like that. Some people get their prize after like a month and it's like, fuck you. <laughs> That's not fair. Why is your metabolism so good? <laughs> All right. Our next one is just want to say thanks, compliments. Hey, Nikki, Steve, I love you guys in the pod. You're like older siblings. I, or you're like the older siblings I wish I had. And I just want to say for the second time in three months, I broke my femur. Oh, my God. What do you mean? It sounds terrible. Just in a different spot. And Big Boot Tasty Tuesday and shit they don't tell you are helping me get through recovering from my surgeries and hospital stays. Thanks to you, Steve, and the Big Boot Girls for brightening my life. Courtney. Oh, Courtney. I Courtney, hope you, we love I you. I hope you feel better soon. A piece of advice. Please, okay, why do you break your femur twice? Stop breaking your fucking femur, please. Is it a different femur? Did you break yeah. both femurs? Are you breaking the same femur? Or is it the same femur? Maybe that's a weak-ass femur. Hey, get a new femur. Yeah, that's a weak-ass femur. Yeah. That is medical advice. Get a new femur. Please get a new femur. Get a femur donation, a femur transplant. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. That'd be great. Okay, our next question. Where's the femur? Is that in your leg? I think it's your arm. I don't fucking know. I think it's your pinky finger. It might be either your shin bone or your arm bone. I think it's it's next to your forehead. Now I got to look it up. It's not next to your forehead. It's a shin or an arm femur bone. Oh, you know what? Your femur, I think it's like right here under your elbow. I'm done with you. I got to put a protective shield over myself right now because I don't... I, I don't was need... being completely serious. It's your thigh bone. Ah, oh, I was wrong about all of it. I was so close. It. I said toe bone. Moving on. That's like not a phalange. Your phalanges are your fingers. Oh, yeah? I don't know. Your toe langes. Don't call me that. It's <laughs> your dirty toe lange. Don't call me that. All right. This next one says perfect relationship, but dot, dot, dot. Uh-oh. Okay. Hi, Nikki and Steve. Love both of y'all. Huge fan of shit they don't tell you. And big mood. Hell yeah. And losers. My boyfriend, 24, and I, 23, just celebrated our two-year anniversary march. Congrats. 
We have the same values and love each other tremendously. My family adores him as much as I do. We have great communication in our relationship, always talking out our feelings slash problems so they wouldn't lead to a fight. Great. I've known he's my person and I know he feels the same. And recently we had a discussion about how different we are. How different we are. We do have similar interests, but not that many. He has expressed when choosing things to do that he usually picks what I would like more than him. Also, that to him, I mainly choose what I want to do. I have been trying and I'm even planning things for the summer that are specific to him. We are also currently long distance while he is at school. We try to see each other at least once a month and message each other throughout the day. Since we last discussed it, I have really thought about how different we are and if we would be happy together in the long run. I don't want to break up with him because to me, we compliment each other with how different we are. I'm afraid that we may come to the realization that we are too different. A part of me thinks this it's the long distance getting to me or that we're out of the quote unquote honeymoon phase, but I'm still in love and attracted to him as I was before. Am I overthinking this? What should I do? Do y'all have any advice for finding similar interests? And thank y'all for the help, Emily or any name y'all come, with, come up with. Hey, Mark, let's hit the breakup button, please. Break up! Uh, I think we agree, Nikki. You're stupid. Yeah, what the hell's wrong with you? No, I don't. Okay, you well, go. You go first. Her, go ahead. Let me have her back here. You go first. You're fine, baby. You don't. You're you're overthinking things because you've you found something really nice and you're looking for holes. I think that's what's going on. I think that she has a great relationship with somebody and she's way overthinking it because she's like, "We're different. Does this work?" But it already works. Yeah, you can talk yourself out of a good thing. That's what she's doing. But I, the one concern I do have is that you say you love him just as much as when you first got together. I think it's a common thing for people to think in theory. But what the flag to me was that you said that maybe it's because you're out of the quote unquote honeymoon phase. And for me, I don't, I don't think I ever fell out of the honeymoon phase Same. with you. And you're Same. the first and only person that that's the, ever I believe happened. The green theory is why. What's the Steve Green? Th oh, the the fart. We, we don't fart we around don't each fart other. We don't like talk about poo poos and pee pees. Oh my god! Earlier, my family was in town. Oh yeah, I'm true. calling them out. Do because I think they honestly have colon issues. Like they fart so much. Yeah, and I was it's pretty weird. I was actually taken aback. When by you're how used much to our home, yeah, where there's no farting, there's no going farting. On. And then all of a sudden, like they're all fucking tooting and up the storm like, in here. You're unhealthy because you're not farting. Like I go to the bathroom and like release gas, but I just don't. I honestly don't feel any farts at all throughout I, the day. I do say, though, when your brother farts on his own kid's head, that's pretty fucking funny. It's funny. It's hilarious. That's fucking hysterical. It's so, and also, when my little nephew farts, um, he, he likes to announce it, and he doesn't think it's funny. He just needs to let everyone know. And it's really smelly. Also, Super their funny. farts smell really bad. I like it like, when your brother farts on his kid's head, and then your kid farts on his stuffed animal's head. <laughs> fucking, I fucking bust the gut. <laughs> Get out of here. But not literally because you'd be farting. I too, wouldn't yeah. do that yeah. around the family. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, anyway. We have a quiet home is what we're trying to say. Yeah, and we, we weren't used to this. Yeah, and, and a smell-free home other yeah. than like when the kitty litter is, needs kitty litter to be gets changed. Weird. We yeah. find weird turds places sometimes. Yeah, but today there was a turd in Steve's closet and I couldn't yep. figure out what happened. But It's because I pooped in my closet. Well, yeah, and he just wants to blame the cat. I blame the cat. <laughs> Uh, that was the only red flag, honestly, in that in that whole thing. And you'll hear a lot of couples that have been together a very long time say that it's very natural for people to fall out of the honeymoon phase, and you know you get really comfortable with it one another. But uh, that didn't happen with me and Steve, and um, I don't know why. I don't know if that's just like a Steve super Green abnormal theory? thing. Is it Steve Green theory? Is it Steve Green theory? Is it that we continuously court each other? 
True. Like we still stay like trying to impress each other. I still really care what he thinks. Mm-hmm. He really cares what I think. It's probably mm-hmm. more than when we first started dating. That's a fact. And uh, there's just like a I don't know. There he just gets me more than any other person. The, last Dude, night we were uh, at di- <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> we funny. were both about to tell the same story. That's honestly. Honestly, I know how annoying this is. I'm so sorry, I'm guys. I'm sorry. I know it sounds annoying. It sounds so annoying, but I can just look at Nikki sometimes and I know exactly what the fuck she's thinking and she knows exactly what the fuck I'm thinking. And last night we were at this, what I can only describe as <laughs> a very douchey dining experience. But it was really it was, cool. It was awesome. It was cool. But it's like douchey for our level. It's we're, just, yeah, it was we're not cool enough for this very shit. very artsy yes. and eccentric. Yes. And it's like really neat, like brilliant, great. But also, like, we just were not used to that we're level. We're not hoity-toity at all. And, and, and I don't wouldn't even know how to critique it if I... I exactly. Yeah. But, like, when a cat is standing there and he's like, hey, so just so everybody knows, like, this octopus is infused with, like, fucking cherry lime j- jubilee and all this shit. Yeah. I'm like, I started laughing. I looked at Nikki. I started laughing. We both started and We both started laughing. <laughs> yeah. And I was like... And then our friends that we were there with, they're like, what, what's up? And I was like, I'm just not cool enough for this shit. <laughs> like, straight up. It's not that... It was, not, we were having we're a great time. better than the experience. Nope. We had a great time at the experience. But sometimes you have to look at yourself and go, oh, I'm way too trash for this. We're, we take ourselves out of what, like... It's like we can observe it from afar and laugh at it like yes, it's always. like two people in a sitcom always. that got invited to this really fancy thing that they're not quite fancy enough for. Like, me and Nikki would have been more stoked if you told us... Like if you got us into a room and you were like, Taco Bell is going to bring out all kinds of food right now. We've been like, holy well, be like, or shit. Or if they're like, a robot makes Taco Bell f- from oh your house. Oh my God. Or they're like, hey, we're bringing back the Mexican pizza. Yeah. We'd be like, holy they are, shit. They are bringing back the Mexican pizza. What are you fucking talking they're about? They're bringing it back. The Taco Bell Mexican Am pizza Am I blowing your back? mind right now? You are blowing my mind right now. It's breaking news right now. I'm fucking. Yeah, it's coming back. I don't tell you right now. Unless I remembered wrong. Wait, they're bringing back that Mexican yeah. pizza that they took off the menu? Yeah, because everyone got mad. Good, but they didn't listen to us for a long time. It's been off for years. I think they're bringing it back, but I could be dead wrong and just making that up. Can we go to break? Yeah. You need to go to break? Yeah, I need to Google do, this. Do you Google this? But this we're, is not, huge. we're not done with this question. Well, wait, this is actually, I was in the middle of answering. Okay, you look it up right now. Anyway, my point is while Steve's looking that up, is that. Um, Everything just got really like a lot stronger to a point where I would never even question like I wouldn't ever think linearly or lo- or logically or need to make a pros and cons list like, well, what if in five years Steve changes his mind and doesn't. Holy let- shit, it's coming back. The Taco Bell Mexican pizza come back. I'm next- so glad my memory it's didn't fail me this, this month. Time. Well, I guess by the time people hear this, it's this month. Yeah. So that's May. No, this Holy is coming out in like, yeah, next week. Yeah, yeah. So okay, May. yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, that's any- huge news. Okay, can Kimberly, we get back tell me to that. the fucking? Uh, you never asked. So, anyways, we're we're very linked, and yeah, it's exactly what she's talking about. I mean, it's just it's just something where you can look at each other from across the room, and just you're know. just like, it, and that's like your sole person. And I can't wait to experience things like that with her, so we can talk about it afterwards. Which we, I mean, that's why I do anything yeah. so I can share it with Nikki. And it's not like like I don't even feel like we have a lot of things that we're interested in common. Like we have a lot of common interests, but I have a whole bunch of things that he's not interested in. And he has a whole bunch of things that I'm not, well, maybe not as long of a list, but that I'm not interested in, but he's just very hyper obsessed with those things. And it does not make a difference in the world because that connection is so strong. Like Nikki did not want to go see new Batman movie with me. 
Yeah, I'm like, go and fucking upsetting. watch it yourself. And that's upsetting. I'm not going to lie. It's upsetting. It's not upsetting. It doesn't hurt you my feelings. You weren't upset at all. at all. No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't matter. No. Because it's stupid shit. Our, and our life values are the same. Yeah. And the way that we see the world is the same. Yeah. And that's why we can look at each other and just in each other's eyes know exactly what the person is thinking. And we'll usually agree and laugh at it and nobody will know what we're laughing about. It's, it's the best. And, and we've been through some stuff together. So, you know, we've been together for a long time. So it's, it's, uh, you really do find your, that your person is your person. Yeah. In, in all the, but you're very downs. young. You're 23. That's super young. And that's also the age where people do start drifting apart. That was the age where I was with my ex of five under 25 years. Is tough. Yeah. Under it's 25 tough. is very tough that's because tough. you are discovering what will be your forever adult identity, like uh -huh. your future identity, like really the ground that you stand on for the rest of your life. And from 18 to 25, I feel like you can splinter in a yep. completely di different direction than your partner. So if you're feeling tinges of that, even though you're like, but I still love him. I don't know. There might be something in your gut that's, uh, that's like tipping you off. I wouldn't do anything drastic right away, but you know, observe it, pay attention to it. See if it goes away once you're not long distance. That's fair. You know, but I, I wouldn't ignore it completely. Also, can I say this too? Maybe maybe we'll cut this if you don't want to talk yeah. about this. But but like something that me and Nikki have been talking about a lot lately, which is like, do are we going to have a kid or not? It's like we're on the same page there too. Mm -hmm. Like it's super weird how we'll go into any situation and we just, like she said, we have the same life values, the same like goals and um, we look at the world the same way. So we'll go into a situation like we had our nephew here for like the like couple days and we loved the little guy. But He's when the best. But then when he leaves, we're like, do we actually want to go through this? Yeah. Where that's our responsibility and we have to deal with it. Because it was a lot of energy. Kids are and freaking frantic. There tornado. were four adults and one child and we were all exhausted. Yes. And I was like, what if it was just two adults? It's wild, right? That's insane. Kitties would help a little bit. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. We have four cats. That would help a, a little bit. You think? With an infant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the kitties could trade off or whatever. Oh, right. They would take shifts. The night shift. But I'm thinking about, <laughs> you know, the day to day and even asking the kitties to go through that. Yeah. Like, what if you wanted to go on vacation? Do you think the kitties would want to take them for like five days? I think Joe would. But other than that, I don't think any of them would. I think Joe would pee on that stuff, though, out of protection. And See, that's, exactly. So, so we like, can't we can't trust, trust that. Oh, so, Yeah kind of a but yeah that's things like that like things like that because it feels like your life if, decisions if it was like nikki uh, nikki i have to have a child you will give me a child <laughs> like you know how weird that would yeah. be yeah but like we i just want nikki's my number one priority i want to experience life with nikki yeah after that if we have a kid or we don't or whatever it is it's like fucking on the bottom of my ladder pal yeah in comparison so yeah and you know and i it's weird because both of us came from big families and both thought we would like totally want to have like a Dude, big family like, i'm 36 i thought i was i would have four kids me by now. too and i didn't not my four. brother's about to have three i thought i was gonna have three kids but he's under 30 i just i don't know we both started like really loving what we were doing right now That's together it. without a child and i can be as obsessive as i want still have my beautiful marriage yeah i don't know dude do you want to give that up for a child we don't even know yet it's scary it's like a stranger we it's, don't know them it's scary although we do get to torture them because we, <laughs> we get to name them Oh, true. And they have to deal with it until they, they can at least legally change their own name. That's true. See? Ha. Ha. Gonna name you something is... dumb like Steve. Hey, don't say that. My name's cool. You always said my name was cool. Step in. Why, why would you do that to me? That's what they called me in kindergarten and then it ruined my life. I'm just jealous. I wish my name was Steve. <laughs> <laughs>
that's pretty good you got me on that one thank you Okay, well, we're going to take a break right now. But- Wait, before we go and break out, oh, I just need to share a meme because it was really funny. Okay, please. Where they were like, my favorite part. <laughs> Is this the one getting stuck yeah, in her garage? No. Thing? Okay. It was like, my favorite part of my husband making an appointment for our cat with the vet is he has to call the vet and the vet goes, what's your name? And he goes, Jeff. And then he, the vet goes, what's the cat's name? And you hear him sigh in despair and go, baby Jeff. That's so funny. <laughs> and I just was like, That's good. our next cat has to be baby Steve. <laughs> That's really funny. It's so fucking um, dumb and funny. I'm not vain enough for that, but I couldn't stop laughing. No, I don't think Jeff was either. I think the girl definitely <laughs> yeah, made that was happen. the one that named him <laughs> just for her it's own really pleasure. Funny. It's so fucking it's really funny. funny. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> baby, baby Steve, baby Steve, baby Steve, come here. And you know that he goes in there and the vet's are like, This guy's an asshole. <laughs> That's that's actually really funny trolling. <laughs> that's good trolling because yeah, he says like, it so Jesus. like he says it so labored, labored. Like, yeah, like when we were watching that um, the circle and that and the lady who was Lance Bass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to do yoga and. One guy was doing yoga and she just was staring at him and he's like, "I could do this forever." And she's like, "I could. I probably fall." <laughs> <laughs> the way that she said it. It was like she had lived a thousand lifetimes. It was like she had fallen. She had visualized herself breaking her kneecaps doing it. Oh, but even that, we don't laugh at like very many comedies. We laugh comedies. at nothing we that don't whole really... show. We were watching all of season two of The Circle. We didn't laugh out loud one time. Even shows we think are funny, we don't really laugh out loud at. And we both died <laughs> at the same time. We fucking died. Yeah. So yeah, look, when you find a person, it's a fucking unbelievable experience. And I'm sorry, it sounds so gross. I know it does. But also I should give you some hope. Like, I just feel like, I just wanted a little bit of, to give you a little bit of insight on trusting your gut on some things because I did quote unquote love my ex when during that time where I was feeling that way and I was about the same age as you, I was 23, um, almost 24. I I love my exes, I don't know. Yeah, but I was like, well, there's nothing wrong and he cares about me and like, but we just don't have a lot in common and... And I was just like, but I love him, but he gets me, but we don't fight, but, but, and, and it was just like, it doesn't matter if that gut thing isn't there. It's not even close. If you think about spending the next 40 years of your life with that person and it kind of makes you sick to your stomach, that's a sign. And also for as much as me and Nikki love each other, we have our own independence as yeah. well. So it's not like. That's what I love about not it. Glommed onto each other or glued together. Or whatever. But that's part of our life values is that like we need both needed to have somebody who can handle also that. valued that. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And respects that. Yeah. So anyway, we're going anyway, for a break now. We'll be back. We will be back. Please buy all the things that we ask and we request for you to and buy. And download the things and then tell them that we told you to do that and Thank that you, you love it. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like, it 
I've I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out a huge amounts. Like, we're not desperate. We're, like, kind of desperate. We're giving shout-outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So, huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout-out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Blythe. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> oh my God, Jansen sent us a message. What does that mean? Ah, Jansen? I know Jansen. He sent, he sent us a... Us... Oh, he sent us a message. I thought you meant he sent us like a voicemail or something. No, an email. Oh, funny. No, I'm just saying that like because it was yeah, his friend he, before. Yeah, because got him in. Yeah, that's funny. And then we were making fun of his name and Hell now yeah. he sent us an email. Let's do it. That's <laughs> okay. epic. Okay, there's... I'm skipping ahead here. A couple emails. We're back for the break. I hope you downloaded everything and bought all the things. Yes, but yes. a couple episodes ago, uh, there was someone that wrote an email and said that their friend Jansen referred them, and we were just talking we, about how unique of a name that is. Uh, we were roasting it, I think, and, quite a bit. And Jansen sent us an email. I That's haven't great. opened it yet, but the title okay, is Jansen here. Am I a teat suckler? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's the name. That's the name. Did we call him a teat suckler? I don't remember. I, don't remember I genuinely don't. But it is the he Jansen. He does sound like a real breastfeeder, that Jansen, huh? Steve, Nikki, it's your boy Jansen. My friend Sophia shouted me out on a recent episode. And you guys made fun of my name for like five minutes. <laughs> and it made my whole month. We love you. You have a great sense of humor. Yeah, we love you, Jansen. She deserves every Gucci button you've got. Oh, yeah, we were talking about Gucci. Gucci button. The Gucci button. Oh, the Gucci button. Mark, do you have that? Stay the Gucci button. I do have a question for you, and I'm sorry this is so long. But to yeah. clarify first, you were correct in that episode. It's pronounced Jansen. Sin. Oh, good. Because I just said it like a thousand well, times right now. Is it good though? Or is it actually, is that bad? Why? Well, because we were like, maybe it's pronounced just Jansen. And he's like, that is actually how it's pronounced. It's like, and then we bailed on. I for don't five remember minutes. how we what we said. Oof. I don't remember. I'm not responsible for my past me's thoughts. There you go. Okay. I'm from New, New Orleans. Uh, he didn't say it like that, but I just added the. He probably did. Because I know they say it like did. that. From New Orleans, Louisiana, and my parents just thought it was a cool name. Not much deeper than that. I think we're technically Polish. LOL. <laughs> I've been a fan of you both since roughly 2013, and you've probably shaped who I am more than I'm even aware of myself. Oh my God, that's wow. a long time. Jansen. Dang, Jansen. 
Nikki, you've taught me how to put myself out into the world and get over insecurities, and I'm forever grateful. And Steve, I think you made me laugh harder than any human I can think of. Oh, my goodness, That's Jansen. amazing. For a guy who works in an office building all day since he was an infant. No, he sells musical instruments. Oh, that too, yeah. He does all, the, all of lot. it. He works in the office by day and sells the instruments at night. Uh, he says, keep it up, Iceman, prayer emoji. I've recommended your podcast to a shitload of people, and I'm definitely going to do that more. Yay. Hell yeah, we love you, Jansen. Thanks, Jansen. Can everyone just... Please be more like Jansen. Yeah, or at Jeez. least pile on and make fun of Jansen's name for yeah, a while. Yeah, and then be more like him. Yeah. I would love some insight from you guys on how to manage my spending habits, or more specifically, how to stifle my expensive passions. Mm. Oh, God, I'm not the person to ask for this. I'm good at this. Some context. I'm 23 years old. Wow, you started listening to us when you were like... 13? Like 13? Wow. 14? Wow. Wow. Okay, working as a production assistant for films in Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia. It's popping off out here, so my income is pretty great. However, I'm a creative. I'm a director and composer for small indie films. See, he totally does run an instrument shop. There it is. So I'm constantly dropping through, dropping dough on set decorations, location permits, costumes, camera rentals, etc. You guys know how expensive indie shoots can get. Yes. And I promise I'm not blowing my money on designer clothes and bullshit. Good for you. Attaboy. Despite my income being great, I still come up short on rent slash groceries sometimes due to these purchases, <laughs> and I have to default to my parents' wallet for help. I feel awful every time I have to do that because I'm fully aware that I wouldn't need their help if I just took a break from my passions to save or invest. I get so stressed about making rent that it makes me sick sometimes. Uh, but if I don't keep moving and making art, I think I'd go insane. Nikki, I share that neurotic, not enough time in the day thing you've got. Oh, fuck, Yeah. Steve, I'd love to join Crypto Corner, but I'm afraid I'm too right brain to understand crypto and any capital is going towards film work anyway. By the way, I've used sites like Indiegogo and Seed and Spark to raise money for films, but it feels like it feels weird convincing friends and family to pay me to make my own art. My parents have made it clear they would like for me to become independent and I would love to, though they never hesitate to help me out financially and we're stuck in that pattern. It's hard to get out of the pattern when I'm actually getting festivals, laurels for my work. That's awesome. Congrats. It's Laurels is like when you get awarded. For, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. It seems like the universe is telling me to keep using my mommy's money. I'm very <laughs> proud of my creative success and I've had the opportunity to work on some gigantic films, but I feel like a privileged motherfucker suckling his family's teats. Am I the asshole or should I keep making expensive art and give my parents millions in the future? Thanks for the help and the vibes. Much love, Jansen. Jansen, I'll tell you something right now. I think you're going to get a break and you'll be fine. I really do believe that. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, genuinely, you don't have to be part of Crypto Corner to know this. Um, you, you have an iPhone, I assume, or a phone. You can get an app called Outlet Finance, okay? It's just a fucking app that you get. It's actually connected to crypto. So those of you who are like, man, Steve, crypto's so hard, I don't want to do this whole shit, right? I don't understand it. You get out the Outlet app, you can connect your bank account right away, you deposit, and it, it gets you 9% per year just for, on your deposit, just chilling in there. And it's actually, it's taken all of the rewards that are being involved in the terror Terra um, ecosystem, and they're feeding it into the people who are holding on outlet. So there's, there's something you could do with play money, right? I have 60 bucks in there right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I put it in there. God, I don't remember when I put it in there. Honestly, I have so many of these fucking things. But the point is, is that my lifetime earnings are 43 cents off of that 60 bucks. And it's been in there for, I don't know, a couple weeks. Okay. I agree with all of this yeah. as an invest as okay, investment yeah, yeah, advice, yeah. but can he use that on a monthly basis? Because it sounds like he's just coming up short every month. Can he use the passive income on a monthly basis? Like, can he withdraw? Uh, yeah, you can pull it out anytime he wants. You just have to pay capital gains tax. Um, you don't have to pay capital. Oh, uh, yeah, you probably would have to pay capital yeah. gains. That's true. 
Well, if you put enough in there as you're like your nest egg, but I don't know. I just think it's something where if he just keeps on taking like five bucks and throwing it in there or whatever, he can actually start to build something. Yeah. Because he's saying he can't invest on anything uh, right now. And then he can maybe pay his parents back with that money. Or, or, or eventually, right? Yeah. But he, at least he's doing something. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and like, yeah, coming up with rent. I'm not talking about that, brother. I'm talking about you take like, hey, I was going to go to Taco Bell today or whatever. I like to call it Taco Bell money. It's like, yeah. you know, I'm going to take the fucking 15 bucks or 12 bucks. Chuck it into there instead, and at least you know it's doing something for you, and not just sitting there getting eaten alive in your savings account because of inflation. Um, but dude, I really genuinely believe that if you're doing what you love, you will find a break from it. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean that I'm saying like, yeah, dude, keep on doing the parent that the parent thing is a strategy, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think that that's, that it's a strategy. Well, I think that if you're cut off from your parents, you would still find a way to do it. I do too. Cause that's, so I think that maybe you have to mentally convince yourself of that. It sounds like your parents are kind of trying to push you that direction and you want to go that direction, but no one's putting, drawing a hard line in the sand. So you're not forced into that direction. And that's why you're feeling this way. But like, imagine you're forced and you had to make it work. Like what could you do? Like just pretend, like really pretend like you can't go to your parents and like really believe that because that was probably the best thing for me back then was my parents said off, yeah. that, yeah, they wouldn't, if I dropped out of college to pursue my dream, that uh, they wouldn't pay for anything, that I'd have to fully support myself. And yeah, I had to work two jobs to do it, but I was determined to make it happen. And you like, you just get this fuel that you're not going to let anything stop you, not even a lack of money like that. But here's what happened, though. I was able to do all that and pay my rent. And then after five, five-ish months of doing all that and paying for acting classes and doing everything myself, I humbly asked my parents if, because I, I said, hey, if I had even an extra $200 a month, I could pay for private coaching. And that would really help me out. And I think it could book a lot more jobs. So it was an investment, right? Mm-hmm. And my parents because they i had shown that i was really responsible paying rent on time every month um and paying for everything else they happily did that for me and i meant it that i was like i will pay them back once i make it you know and i cut my i kept track of everything and i cut my dad a huge check for christmas one year of all of the things he ever paid for and yeah, he cried because he, cried he like just he didn't even think that was ever going to happen. But I don't forget. And <laughs> I promised that. And I great. just like, you know, they didn't even expect that. But that was just I felt that, you know, like how you're feeling. Should I just, you know, pay them back millions when I'm, you know, when I made it? I think that if you instead of buying the things first and being like short on rent and now you're like stressing pay for the rent first and then be like, man, I could really make some better things if I had, if I could buy this. Yeah, pay for the rent first. Pay for the rent pay first because the then you're not looking advice. like you're de- dependent because all your basic needs are paid for and you can afford it. You know that you make enough money for that. You just know that your parents are willing to give you free money and then that's what you're kind of taking advantage of. And not that you think you, that you are, but you are not fucking up being in this age range being like, man, rent is hard. Yeah. That is just how it the fuck is. It fucking sucks. Uh, and hobbies like this are expensive, especially yep. when it's your dream. And indies, man, I mean, dude. Yeah. They don't have budgets and you know it. And so you're going to have to scrimp and save like and try to cut corners. And, and sometimes crafting, that means you're paying for shit. I think use your uh, festival movies to kind of start branching out and maybe getting some attention of crowdfunding stuff, sites that aren't just your direct friends and family. Or, dude, I mean, let's be real, right? Commercials are super lucrative. Like, 
you already have the resume probably. Like you could definitely yeah. break into commercial stuff and at least start making like some better money on the side well, while he, you do the dream stuff. He's making a lot of money, he says. But he can't. But he can't. He just keeps spending too much yeah. per month. The other thing I used to do was like, okay, it, it, I'm going to I'm gonna invest in this piece of equipment or this location or this film. And then whatever profit I make from this, like whatever jobs I get from making this investment, then I can use that money to invest in the next thing that I want to get. Like there was a time where like I wanted to buy a bunch of lights and I wanted a better camera and I wanted like so many things all at one time, but I couldn't afford it. So I just bought one thing at a time. Once enough AdSense came in from the videos that I was making, I was able to upgrade the videos slightly. And then you just kind of go at the slower pace and no, it's not what you want. You want to upgrade everything all at once, but hey, that's just the life of, that's just the life sometimes. Like, Dude, I was dating this chick and like we wanted a camera, right? We wanted like a Canon. Yeah. So DSLRs are expensive. They're like 1400 bucks or some shit. So her old man was very kind enough to like loan us. Like we put together like a thing. He's like, hey, write me a payment plan. And then we put together a thing. Yeah. And then he was kind enough to like loan us the money to like get a DSLR. That's and, cool. Yeah, it was super cool. So like there are ways too to like maybe sit down with your parents and try to try to like game plan it out a little bit so it's yeah. not just so like hey uh so i need your money Ooh, again now i don't have rent like start Do you to, want me to go the street start to make it yeah. look like they're investing in you in you yes, as well like more you know professionally yeah. like it, it just is it's yeah. better tact it's a more respectful way and it's more respectful and yeah. it also lets them see that you have a goal in mind here yeah and, and that you're responsible you're, you're not just holding your hand out you have a plan i think yeah. that will help you i think so too and that wouldn't get you into some high interest debt or something like that because yeah. you'd still be borrowing from the same source just yeah. but prove that you're responsible to like make payments back exactly yeah yeah i hope that helps um i don't think that you should cut back on pursuing your dreams but maybe just realize like we don't all get to start at the top so like you know you can build your way slowly you can like build up the equipment and build up things and take care of your basic needs first like show people that you're responsible enough to take care of your basic needs absolutely and then i think they'll be more you're an investment yeah for your parents yes right? so so you know and you feel that way because like you're like once yeah. i make millions i'm gonna pay them all back yeah. so yeah you so, believe in yourself so show them the path a little bit more yeah because you you know where you're going but do they and if if they're a little bit um unsure you can make it very clear writing up a business plan just showing them what you want to do and you can look up how to write business plans online it's not it's not too tough there, bud. Are you an Aries? Good luck out there, Jansen. Jansen, the music shop, Aries. The full-time nine-to-fiver. Okay. At a high-rise downtown LA. <laughs> Moonlight's Jansen, music shop. I want those reports on my desk. All right. Next. Also, thank you so much for listening. Yes, and we're recommending our podcast support. to friends. Thank we you. really appreciate that. Okay. Next uh, question is longtime fan plus tons of compliments. I don't know what the question is about, but I like the sound of that Let's title. Go. Hi, Nikki and Steve. Did you like that switch up? LOL. No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, actually, he said, hi, Steve and Nikki. And I just in my brain oh. intuitively switched yeah, the you names. Said, I was like, wow, Nikki's being cheeky. For no reason. I am being cheeky because it literally says Steve and Dicky and hey, I read it Nikki and Steve. Thank you for that. All right. The constant disrespect that I take. My brain will never switch it to Steve and Nikki, even if it's written that way. Been a fan since the days of the sketches, and you know what I'm talking about. Yes, since the very beginning. Oh my gosh, yes, it's like a competition of the longest fans here. Crazy. That's amazing. I'm 24, so I'll let you do the math. Oh my gosh, we just did the math. Yeah, we, but this person was even depressing. younger when they started we'll be fine. watching. 
Look at 11 or 12. Moving on. Okay. I recently got to the podcast and I had gone dark from the tuber game and came back and saw you two both had a podcast. Point being, I've seen you both become just two actors on a screen to being an absolute power couple and I mean it. Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. Thank you, Trish. You both are very hilarious and down to earth with one another and I can't help but smile because you two deserve every bit of happiness. Aw. Oh, thank you. I've kept up with the the vlogs and just the everyday life of you two and it felt very comforting because it was like watching my peers slash older siblings grow up and go through shit that I felt I was alone in and I wasn't and it made me feel not alone if that makes sense that's exactly that's why I want for. to share that's yeah what it's for. I came to a clear understanding of the quote-unquote adult life or quote-unquote relationships and quote-unquote friendships from your experiences at the base root of it I was in the same boat I just wanted to say that you are both amazing funny talented and jackasses lol True. <laughs> I rewatched an old troll video Steve did with you Nikki involving a Denny's oh that's when you oh, yeah. fake proposed to proposed me to you, yeah. I think you know it always reminded me of how silly you two are and just the trollness of Steve's humor really shines out in my opinion <laughs> is my favorite I oh. had a kid come up to me at Disney you were there yeah and he's like you proposed to her at a at a Denny's, <laughs> he like he actually was like yeah. confronting me about yeah, it. He, did. he was pissed about that it. Was so funny. And I was like, "Yeah, man, you know, love is love, dude. You gotta just fucking take your shot." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I guess I'm into him or whatever." <laughs> Thank you for always being there, but not being there. It's always comforting to rewatch an old troll video, a Tasty Tuesday, or a neural vlog from the wedding days. Oh my god, looking back <laughs> at the old apartment and Tasty Tuesday vids always puts me back in a mental place when I first saw it and that goes for the vlogs too it's nice to know that people like you are real and exist out there and that I'm not alone when it comes to thinking on the same wavelength I don't feel outcasted when I want to express how I feel as a man or when I have a quirk that I thought was weird but is now my ability I hope good yeah that's awesome that's so awesome I hope one day to be in your shoes with the person I truly love as weird as it is there's someone in my life who feels just right kind of like how you two felt about each other I'm really excited but there's history so maybe that'll be a future email it's been a roller coaster watching you both get to where you are I'm grateful to have seen you blossom and to continue doing so thanks for being my imaginary favorite older cousins or siblings you've both taught me more than you can imagine so give yourselves a pat on the back you deserve it oh that's so sweet wow man Anyway, allow me to exit myself. Thank you for reading. Thank you for all that you do. And Nikki, let's share some music playlists. And Steve, keep on killing the crypto game. I believe in you. Thank you both. Heart emoji, Jackson. Thank oh you, God, Jackson. So sweet, Appreciate Jackson. Jackson and Jensen. Awesome. Been watching from the beginning. Crazy. Craziness. I am it's killing so the nice. crypto game. There, huh? wasn't, there wasn't a question. There was literally <laughs> just all compliments. Yeah. It's so sweet. I guess so. Thank you for listening. And I know I didn't read this beforehand to just <clears> like... <throat> to my own horn or anything i no. think i really just thought there was a comp there was a question coming on very true that was so sweet um all right this is this next question is titled my relationship is on the line all caps okay dear crypto king and icebreaker thank you for addressing me by my title it's an absurd title i have finally caught up with the podcast Thank you. Wow. If you don't remember me, I was a janitor who was binge listening, who submitted a question about I his stalker you. ex. I already remember you. If you don't remember that, that's cool. I'm not hurt. Cry emoji. I already remember you. Of course I do. <laughs> Loving the podcast very much. It's almost as fun as Big Mood. Shout out. <laughs> I, uh, You know what's funny is I often think of you when I'm thinking of episodes of the show. I'm like, what would our bud who's a janitor mm. think about this while they're working? You know what I mean? Like, is this interesting while they're working? Huh? Yeah. I don't know. That's so funny. Yeah. And this podcast has been the one thing I look forward to when driving to work. Anyways, let's get into details. I'm in a pretty new relationship, going smooth so far, up until a few nights ago. Uh-oh. I'm a very petty person and have a hard time letting things go. Stubborn Same. isn't close to describing me. I'm a Capricorn, if that says anything. 
Yep. I'm a Virgo. Enough I don't said. Even, I th- I'm the same though. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're Capricorn rising or some shit. Sure. Uh, my girlfriend was gaming with a co-worker of hers one night for an hour. She knows I get off work at a certain time every night, and yet she decided she was going to game and leave me waiting to talk to her. We always FaceTime when I get off work. It's basically routine, and I didn't like that I had to wait for her to get off her game to talk to her. It was midnight at this point, and I was too tired to speak by this time. A day passed, and I'm still a little bitter, but I haven't. I have yet to bring it up. Instead, I would take time responding, small talk, seem a little uninterested in conversation, and not use emojis. Emojis have a large play in showing energy and feelings in text. <laughs> She'd say, Petty. I love you with a heart emoji, and i just say, I love you too, minus the heart emoji. Petty. Ooh. Revenge. When she figured out I was acting weird, I admitted being bitter because of her wanting to game with her friend instead of talking to me. You couldn't wait to talk about it too. I know yeah. you, you petty fuck. <laughs> After that, you wanted her to notice first That's that right. you were being petty. That's right. <laughs> After that, she made it clear she was hurt by me being petty. Also made it clear she'd break <laughs> up with me if I didn't get my act together because she doesn't want to be with someone who would intentionally hurt her emotionally. That's very fair. I, I get what she means by that, but my ego was too drastic. big. Mm. Okay. She's sending boundaries. Okay. I actually like that, but right. I'll talk about why later. Yeah, please. Um, I get what she means by that, but my ego was too big to let this all go because I wanted to satisfy my ego. In the song "When I'm Gone" by Eminem, oh, you know the way to my heart. The verse, when they know that you're there, they're your heart, and you know you were their armor, and you will do- destroy anyone who would try to harm her. I thought I'd lived by that verse. Eminem was my childhood. And I told myself to protect my girlfriend because she's too kind to me. But here I am hurting her emotionally. My question is, how the hell do I learn to put my ego aside? How to swallow my pride? Okay, you got to just trust your person. That is very big of you to be that self-aware. It really is. First you're, of you're all. You're a very intelligent person. I really love that you're aware mm. enough to even think about that and yeah. to write that question. Very emotionally intelligent and very... Yeah, you take responsibility and accountability for your shit. And to quote Eminem on top of that in the perfect way, because that perfect. line, that line is perfect. It wasn't perfect, but everything up to that was really nice. It was perfect. Point being, um, yeah, you just got to trust your person, man. Your, your your person is 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 your person. Here's the thing. So it's not unvalid for you to feel that way, yeah. for you to feel hurt after you got off work. You're like, what the heck? My girl is choosing this guy over me. With, with the perk, uh, we always do this. She didn't even tell me. Totally understandable. What wasn't okay is letting it ride for a day and just being very passive him, aggressive. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why I like that she told him that she was hurt because of it uh-huh. and that that was kind of a deal breaker. Because honestly, it is. That's how resentment builds up in it's relationships. True. And that's how like uh, something that could have been such a good thing just can never work out in the end because there's so much years of that happening and then emotions getting pent up and then all of a sudden you're just at war with each other all the time. And so I'm really glad that she put a stop to that right away. I think that maybe you needed more explanation for it. Um, it was also a wonder. It's no, I she, know. No, no, I'm, I'm saying like for her defense, well, she's not, it was a wonder. She's not threatening. Yeah, she's not threatening to break up with him now. No, no, I'm saying like like the infraction was a one-time thing. Sounds like they talk every night and this was like one time where she's yeah, like, yeah. yo, I'm not available. So this was a wonder. And then, you know, he's kind of freaking out a little too much about it. It reminds me though of like in the beginning where we actually had, um, I forget what we fought about. Like, I don't fucking remember. We used yeah. to fight about stupid shit. But you would never say sorry, like when you hurt me. You too, pal. No, I did. I'm just kidding. That's I'm just not fucking, true I'm just at all. I'm sorry. Yeah, like no, you don't remember this conversation because you thought that I do that, remember what you're under. You thought that that insinuated you were wrong. Yeah, yeah, I remember and, that. And I tr- had to explain to you that, like, no, you're saying sorry because you hurt me. Yeah. And like, I, you know, I, 
you obviously didn't want to hurt me, but you still hurt me. And so saying I'm sorry doesn't mean I'm wrong and I'm changing my opinion or whatever. It just means like that you're sorry that that you hurt me. And And I didn't know that I could say I'm sorry while still saying I'm right. And now I know that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, so I think it was about, um, like, the fucking pans. You probably. And and I was mad because he freaking would scratch up all of my nonstick pans. Like, you know, the Teflon, he'd scratch it up because yeah. he'd cut with his knife and fucking fork in it. And I was getting so frustrated, like, to tears because. I'm trash. You know, I bought, like, three pans already. And I we've had this discussion before. And in his, he kept being like. It's just fucking pans. I think that's a but good it point. Was the, the principle was that's, that yeah. I you're disrespecting items that I bought and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if it's $10 or $1,500, you're ruining something that I bought that I care about yeah. and it hurt my feelings. Yeah. And and then that, like, he admitted like that, you know, was like, okay, like, I understand, like, it hurts you and I won't do it in the future, but you wouldn't say sorry. And yeah, I was yeah, still yeah. really hurt. There was no healing involved. But anyway, this was just one thing where I was like, if this relationship was to work out for a long period of time, there would need to be a little bit of I'm sorry, like, when feelings get really hurt. And I always said sorry when I hurt his feelings, even if I didn't think I should have, I did anything wrong. But it, it wasn't you, though. Yeah. I was just overcompensating from a previous relationship where I said sorry too much and yeah. it got me walked on. Yeah. And so I was trying to set those boundaries early on where I'm like, you know what? I'm not getting walked on actually, motherfucker. And it's just pants. So you I think it's I mean? important. So, yeah. So, so it was just, it was so that for I think me. it's just important to address it, like yeah. to have that communication and involved. And talk about it like it's, that. It's like a, of, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's a language that you guys are creating yeah. like to each other where you can communicate more effectively. So maybe... Uh, our janitor friend here had a relationship where a girl was cheating on him and like they she was constantly picking hanging out with other guys over him or maybe she didn't even cheat but she was just constantly not prioritizing him and so instead of confronting the issue you're just being passive aggressive about it or i don't even know if that's your story but whatever it is like it's always better to just say hey i'm kind of bothered by this let's talk about it you know i also too let me give you a one of the best pieces of advice you'll ever fucking hear about relationships, okay? If you can be not a point of stress for your partner, but actually a point of safety for your partner and relief for your partner, like, trust me, you will you will have such a better time. Yeah. Like, how many times, I mean, dude, even doing this podcast or anything that me and Nikki do together, she'll come up to me and she's like, man, I we have to do this, but I have to do this tonight. And, and my immediate instinct, like my, well, tip of my tongue is like, well, let's just, who, who gives a shit? But right, but then, but then my, um, my having your back part of me comes through and, t- and speaks instead. And it's like, let's make this work for what you need, mm-hmm. right? Let's, let's figure out how to make this easy for you. Yeah. It's never like, you're going to come to me, it's going to be stressful because I'm going to be like, uh uh-uh, uh, Nikki, we're doing this shit. What the fuck? Has that ever happened? No. Never one time? No. Probably not once, right? Because, I try to be um, a point of de-stressing your life and not adding into the pile. Yeah. Everyone already has enough of that. Your person should not be adding to your pile. Your person should be trying to help you take the load off. Yeah. And so wherever I can, if I can, I try to help take the load off. And so if you can not be that person to your person, mm-hmm. like your person went over and you know 
now you're putting it in her head where if this happens again, she's got to stress about talking to you. And that's why I like that she drew the line, that she, she did good. set the boundary. I think she did really good. And like she was very clear, like this is, I don't like passive aggressive behavior. Yeah. This isn't okay. And because you're a petty person, you're like, well, this is how I am. Um, but you're very emotionally intelligent, so you'd be fine. Yeah, you are. But you have to just say that that's how you are. Let her know that that's how you are. Or that sometimes that happens and you're going to try to get better you're at gonna it. You're going to get better at it. Yeah, you want to yeah. work on that. That you might not be perfect right away. Please yeah. don't break up with me if I do it again. You know, like, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. hey, like, help me work on this. Yeah. I'm going to do it again, I'm sure. But, but do you want to be the guy who's calling your chick at midnight 05 and going like, we were supposed to be on a thing an hour ago. I just, mm. I don't ever want to be that guy. No, right? especially if she's having fun. Like, yeah, she's, she's having gaming. a blast. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be in a stressed pile. I'm, I'm trying to de-stress your life. Yeah. So if you can do that wherever you can do that, I promise you, your person will be thankful that they're with you because we're around a lot of people, a lot of couples. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know too many who have that uh, going on where it's like I take from them like the stress yeah instead it's more i add to their stress yeah and that's all i fucking hear about when mm -hmm. it comes to other couples and that's why me and Nikki have no resentment towards each other if anything she makes my life better i make her life better yeah, and if anything has bothered any either of us we say it right away immediately like so that we can work out a solution where that's not the case and there's still like a, a really solid foundation of trust they're like but there's for, so much trust there for example like if it was a trust issue that you were like oh does she like this guy that she's gaming with you could say just bring it up not in an accusatory way but just say like hey you know um i really Thought, I was looking forward to talking to you on FaceTime and that's what we do every day and it threw me off that uh, we didn't do that and well so put. in the future if you're going to be gaming or whatever like with somebody um, just let me know that like so it's not something I look forward to and then kind of get sad about you know like just let me know ahead of time and that way I can plan the rest of my night accordingly and what she just said is basically how she talked to me about my old late night writing sessions where I would go into a hole with my buddy and we would be writing and I would lose track of time and I wouldn't even call her mm -hmm. to say goodnight sometimes. Yeah, and especially if he was like, hey, we'll hang out when I come back from writing tonight. Exactly. And then he just never comes never home. Never come home. Uh, I would get really upset. <laughs> and then, so it was just <laughs> totally a communication thing. Yeah, but instead of, you know, and I think you know this already, but instead of being passive aggressive for the next three days, I told him right away, like, mm -hmm. hey, it's just really a bummer because like you we usually do this or you said that you were going to do this and then like you didn't even tell me and I'm not trying to stop you from writing yeah. but I just would like to know because I just you know I thought we were hanging out and it made me look forward to something that wasn't going to happen Facts. and so for you you know whatever the issue is yeah it's just nipping into the bud right away I think is the always the best and it also will make her respect you more yes. and when she has something that wrong she'll tell you the same thing like she'll she'll confront you right away and you guys will never have to worry about something being held over your head that you didn't even know was being Absolutely. held over your head but always ask yourself am i a stress adder or am i a de-stressor and what can i do in this moment to try to be a more of a de-stressor than a stress adder yeah right and i'm not talking about burying your emotions i'm just talking about like you know trying to be cognizant of that mm -hmm. i agree word word and that's it okay that's the whole fucking show that's the whole show yeah, honestly. Honestly, that's the whole fucking show. We have more. We have more, like a few more questions, but we are at the end of the show, we so we don't end. have to get to them next time. Again, if you have a question, you can ask us anything. Brian, great job great with job. the freaking writing there. You can Seriously, ask us dude. anything. Podcast at Nikki dot limo n i k k i dot l i m o like a limousine. Is his name Brian? 
I thought you called him Brian. I thought I called him Brett. I always fuck up his name. Hope he's not listening. I'm so sorry. I don't think he listens Mark, this far. Cut that out. I don't think he listens this far. I think we're no, Yeah. Yeah. He just does the writing. And he's like, oh, yeah. I heard my bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He listens for his bits. Mark, just make sure Brett. Yeah, make sure Brett. 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 Brennan. Brendan. Brendan. I think it's Brennan. Okay. Make sure he doesn't hear it. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. He's your intern. Just fire him, Mark. Just fire him. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want confrontation. We just no, want to no, let no. him go. <laughs> All right. Uh, we love you guys. Be like Jansen. Tell your friends about the podcast. Yes, please. We love you. Also, patreon.com slash sticky. Sticky, S-T-I-K-K-I-S-T-O Corner. Every single week, we do live I shows. I do three to four hours sometimes. It's pretty wild. We do a live stream together once a month. We do extra episodes of Shit They Don't Tell You. There's a whole Discord community that's amazing. You'll have a lot of fun there, so check it and out. if you're like, hey, where, how do I get to Crypto Corner? No, it's in the Patreon. You'll find it, right? I do it every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern uh, Pacific Standard Time. Yep. Why would you say Easter? I don't know. It just so weird. popped in my head. But 7, 7 p.m. every Tuesday night. Yep. So you'll just see it linked in the Patreon. Stop farting around each other. Please. Good night. Good night. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.